Welcome everyone to Female Firesides episode one. My name is Emily Brandenburg and I am your host and owner of EB Design Agency, where I help women to just go for it. This podcast is all about sharing the stories of female entrepreneurs, because when we share our journey, we inspire others. My very first guest today is Emma, who is owner of My Magical Element, and she helps people find clarity to transform their lives. And she is also just beginning her journey and transition into a digital nomad life, just like myself. So I am very excited to have her on today. Emma, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, thank you for inviting me. It's so exciting to be here and talk about the digital nomad life and I know. traveling. I know. It's because I feel like we kind of started this journey together and I cannot wait to get into that. But before we get started, so I typically do um, some like like three fun questions if you are down for that to start. Yeah, sure, sure. sure. Okay. So question number one, how long would you last in a zombie apocalypse? Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know because I have a lot of other questions with this, <laughs> with this one. Should I like be all alone or should I kill the zombies or? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's, it's hard to say. Like I am not, I'm not afraid of the zombies, okay. but if I'm all alone, it would be hard, you know, to fight them. <laughs> so that. I, you know, it's funny. I, I asked, I asked the same three questions over and over because they're so good. And like the responses are always so great. Random other little question to go along with this one. Did you know that a company actually manufactures bullets that are specifically for zombies? Oh, wow. They sell them. Really? I'm like, do people really, zombies don't really exist. Do they know this? Like, do, are they? Maybe they're, maybe they know something more than we do. <laughs> okay. Question number two, uh, what fashion trend did you used to wear that you would be completely embarrassed by now? Oh, wow. Um, oh, when I was. 13 do you remember the glasses that were just like the plastic glasses that it wasn't like sunglasses it was just like uh like the blades behind you like the hip-hop ones just like a plastic yeah, yeah I guess this one. <laughs> oh my God, I love it so much okay and last question uh who was your like adolescent um actor or actress crush Mm. oh wow it's it's hard to tell because I actually have never crushed on like actors or singers but I was more into sports so I would say David Beckham oh there you go all right nice yeah. nice I love asking these questions because like I said they're always so very different, the responses, and kind of the same way with how I organize um, 
this podcast, this, this series, you know, because the podcast is based around the, the same general question. You, a female entrepreneur I have on the show and I interview for them to share their story into entrepreneurship. So it sounds like, oh, that's the exact same thing over and over, but our stories are so very unique. Yeah. And I, again, I'm so excited to have you on. Um, so you just started living a digital nomad life. So why don't you, so tell us a little bit first about your business and kind of yeah. when you started it, what it's all about and what made you decide that you wanted to start living a digital nomad life? Yeah. So it actually happened all in a very short period of time because uh, I am from Europe central europe from slovakia and we moved to australia with my partner for studying and living abroad and living some kind of other life to, to try something different and i since then i was like okay but what i want to do with my life and what's going to happen and i didn't have any clarity so i uh, after first maybe year or maybe two years, I went into personal development and I started to see things that, okay, I don't want to live for someone else and live the same year twice and or same year, all years the same. So I was like, I don't want to work for anyone else, just me. And I wanted to have the freedom to say, okay, I want to be one month in Australia, another month in Alaska, that it will be possible for me to actually do it. And also, I liked the freedom, even if uh, with the clothes or, or how you look, that I, I didn't like the type of work where you should have like the uniform and you should wear some suits and, and shirts and skirts and, and heels and I was like I don't want to do that and I felt like I can't fit in the whole normal world as my family and friends are all programmed to live in and I was like I don't want to do that like I like tattoos and I, I like some funky t-shirts and I like I don't want to look like a clown for sure but the the freedom of having your own choice what you want to wear in what you feel actually good was really important for me and I couldn't bear with the nine to five jobs where you should wear high heels and skirt and shirt like it's I don't have anything against it if someone really enjoys it but it wasn't for me so I felt really lost and then I started to find ways how I can be my own boss and to choose the place where I want to work. So I went really in deep personal work and spiritual work and everything. I, I break every patterns and programs that I had and just retransform my whole mindset and life. And since then, when I did it, I actually had no clue but as I started to work on myself, everything seemed clear and clear and I started to see the path. So suddenly I was somewhere where I could earn and I, I actually was living what I wanted. And I was like, oh, wow, I actually did it. And then I realized if I did it, I can help other people to do it as well because I 
know how I was lost and I didn't know anything like where in which direction I can go and suddenly in short period of time I could actually earn money online from internet and I could travel around the Australia that I actually wanted so that's all how it began <laughs> and here oh. we are that's so amazing. I relate so much to the fact that you said, you know, you, you know, the nine to five hustle and like the, the work dress code and all that is great for someone who, you know, if they enjoy that, but like, no, I'm right there with you. I remember my last job that I had, I remember sitting in my office, I was a technology support manager for a school district in Cincinnati, Ohio. My oh, wow. And I was, I was a, a entirely um, a technology support manager for a school district. And I was sitting there in my office looking out the window and I was like, oh my God, I am miserable. I am completely miserable. I don't want to be here. I hate this nine to five stuff. I am literally stuck here. I had no work to do at all. I had, I had no work to do. And yet I still had to sit there because I was on the clock kind of a thing. And oh, yeah. we started about the dress code and how it is so anti-women. And I mean, I, when I worked, so before that job, I actually worked at a bank and it was, you could get written up if you wore a skirt or a dress and did not wear hose with it. I was like, Crazy. are you kidding me? Because it was unseemly <laughs> for a woman showing her legs without hose on. Oh my goodness. That is just wrong like it's crazy like this was never for me i actually like a lot of a long time ago i was like i never actually worked in nine to five to be honest but even the now i feel that i'm lucky that i didn't but uh it's even like before i went to uni and you need to like in high school figure it out in which direction you want to go and i was like this is not for me like this is nothing in the world that I can like be this free spirit that I want to be and don't look the same like it wasn't like I felt so like against it like I don't have anything against it what other people wears but I felt so wrong like even with high heels I hate high heels like if I wear it I feel like this is so not me and this is so wrong like I, it's just like the internal feeling that like I'm not sure if it's like my soul or anything is just screaming like don't wear this it's so bad it's so bad like I enjoy it on other people and women and everyone who enjoys high heels but for me when I'm in like I would wear the shirt and skirt and high heels it's like it's not you like I would die inside if I would wear this so for myself it was I was feeling really miserable because I was feeling so lost like everyone is working in such jobs and for women it's also like you go to work in a bank and maybe some kind of hotel or you're working as an assistant a manager or something but I was like I need something else like when you are a child you also like imagine yourself working in some kind of jobs and I always like imagine myself like working with other people and talking because I'm quite talkative but I didn't know how to name that job but I was like what kind of company is that that you're 
I, I couldn't imagine it more because I didn't know the the name for it. But then as I was looking at my child and like looking back on what I wanted to do in my life, then I realized it was like the entrepreneurship that you talk with other people, but you're your own boss and you can wear what you actually want. So I was like, oh, wow, like this is, <laughs> this is the direction that feels right for me. So I like, I'm going all in, like, it's just a highway. I won't look back and I won't take any exit. It's just a highway. It's, it's just this, nothing else. <laughs> Oh my God. That's so amazing. And I think that says so much about you as a person, because so I would, I would wager to say that close to 80% of the people on, in this world settle in, in not just in life, like with relationships and things like that, but with their career, because they think that's what they should be doing. Um, and so I think that says a lot about you that you knew immediately, like, this is not for me. Like, it was like, your soul was saying, like, when you put on high heels, hard stop, this is not who I am kind of a thing. And I love that because that shows how, you know, tuned into yourself you are. And that right there is the key having that foundation, because a lot of times that's difficult for people to tap into, you know, they've got so many other voices around them. There's so much chaos going on around them about what their family thinks and their friends think and their partner thinks and this and that. And so sometimes it drowns out what we know to be true. And so I think that's amazing because I've gone on a similar journey with just knowing, you know, I didn't always know what I should be doing but I most definitely knew what I did not want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always knew what just felt awful and wrong. I'm like, no, I don't want to go this way. I want to go this other direction, like completely opposite kind of a thing. Um, and so I think that's great that you were just like, you know, I'm done. I'm all in. Um, because, you know, you said free spirit. And I so relate to that because I like... <sighs> life is not meant to be lived the way that the majority of the world is living. I mean, when you think about it, kids grow up in school and they're forced to sit inside classrooms like all day long, you know, and they're, they're only allowed to go outside at a certain time. And it's really setting them up for this adult life where it's the exact same thing. You go to the office Monday through Friday and you sit inside your cubicle or your office or wherever it is you work. And then all of a sudden you, you know, get your weekends. And then it's just this vicious cycle and that's your life. And life is meant to be so much more than just working to live. Yeah. Like I was thinking this since I was in high school because like I'm 25. So I still feel fresh when I like three or four years ago, I, I finished my bachelor in uni and then I immediately moved to Australia. So it's still quite fresh, the feelings and everything that I had. And for me, it was always like um, when I was 16, I went uh, when I was in high school, I went to exchange program for uh, 10 months uh, to Brazil, where I live actually by myself. And you need to learn the culture, the language, you live in other families. So you you have really completely different experience than what you used to have 
take it your home in your comfort zone and when i came back from it i was in my um, graduate graduation year in high school so you had to know uh from what subjects are you graduating and in where are you going to apply for uni and i was like i don't know like i just want to travel like i was traveling having fun and i don't want to you know like now think about careers and what i should do for the rest of my life is in a high school you know they explained it this this way and like give you the 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 fear that you should choose now well because then it's late in your life you know and i was like no so i was always like free spirited since I was a child and I wanted to do totally different careers that anyone wanted to do. I, I loved Lara Croft and I wanted to be like an Egypt, like a like a ancient Egypt and I was playing as an uh, like archaeologist back in my room and I was reading all the, the Egyptian stuff and I was rewriting it in my in my notebook and I was redrawing it and I wanted to be like a Lara Croft or archaeologist like you go and I love this the movie Mummy I was like this is my life like I want to do that but like my family had a different thought on the things like what do you want to do as an archaeologist and you're from Slovakia you never go to Egypt to do you know all these uh, things in in uh, like it's for other people so I was like well I don't know so I have to choose something else and I like psychology and talk with people about their problems and the thoughts that they are having and they were like, no, you shouldn't be psychologists. Like, what is that career? Like, even psychologists have their own problems. You should find something else. So I was like, I don't know. So I was like, okay, let's go for like a diplomacy and like international relationship because you can travel and you can be with more cultures. But as I was in the school, I was like, this is not for me like i don't want to do that like i'm i felt so lost because i was listening what you know like their family means well but it's not you like they are not living your life so i was feeling lost and lost and lost and i was like what i'm doing with my life like this is not what i want to do like i don't want to finish university find some work got engaged with my partner have a wedding have a baby and you know take a loan for from a bank to have a house and I was like and then you have to pay for the loans so you have to work and work and work and work and pray that you won't get injured so you can you can pay for it and I was like this is not living this is surviving like I don't want to live in this way and you see it everywhere around you and you just start thinking like is this a life? Like, I don't feel this should be a life. Like, but everyone is living it. So you're just confused. So with my partner, we were like, we felt it the same way. So we were like, okay, like we should go to see the world, to travel somewhere else, to, to see other culture. And, and then we will figure it out. Like, it's good to not plan everything ahead because I wanted everything to be planned. And then I realized as I wasn't planning and I was just in the present moment, it helped me to get where I actually wanted without the plans. So I was like, let's do this. Like, just take the leap, big leap to the unknown and just let's do it.
That's so amazing. I, I'm like, I could not believe that you talked about archaeology like that because when I was five years old, I found an Indian artifact in the woods behind my house. I grew up in Ohio in the United States and I was just like, okay, that's it. I'm five years old. I'm like, I want to be an archaeologist. And I, I went to school for it. My, my degree was in archaeology and classics and I wanted to go into classical archaeology, but Egyptology, the mummy was my jam. I loved the mummy. Yeah. Um, like those movies were just so amazing. I can what is that other, this is terrible that I cannot think of the name of the series of movies of like archaeological treasure with that famous actor. I cannot believe I can Indiana believe. Jones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> cannot believe that escaped me. But so Indiana Jones, like when he went, they were, they were in Jordan. I can't remember which, which movie this was, but they walking through these canyons and Petra was in front of them. I did not realize until I researched it because I would learn about these things. I would watch documentaries and I would go to the library and research like the Mayans and I would research the Bedouins and I would research all these you yeah. know, people because I thought it was just fascinating. I did not realize that Petra was an actual place. And when I found that out, when I went to the library to research, I was blown away that places like that in the world existed. And it was like, from that moment forward, I was like, travel has to be a part of my life because yeah. that's what lights me up. And I like, I get kind of irritated because there, there are some people who get kind of haughty about like, oh, you're traveling kind of a thing. I don't know if you've gotten that from anyone yet. And they're like, well, I don't want to have a life that I need to have a vacation from. And I'm like, what? I don't know if you've experienced that yet, but I just like I'm not taking a vacation from my life I'm it's like I'm traveling because I want to experience life I want to experience yeah. life that's outside of what I know that's different than how I was raised and the things that you know I was taught and stuff like that like I want to experience new places and new people and learn um from all these different cultures rather than just I mean I know people who have never like left the county that they were born in in Ohio like yeah never. like in Slovakia is very similar because it's not that people are so like adventurous like a lot of people now are but let's say like even my parents generation it wasn't the thing because they they actually had it quite hard because it was like a Soviet Union and then communism and it wasn't easy to let's say go to like oh let's go and experience and Amazon no you couldn't you didn't you didn't get the pass to to travel you could have you could like travel in some in some countries in in Europe that the, the communists would approve so it wasn't that easy for them to to travel or to live the life they actually wanted but then after after it fell we were like democratic country it was easier for a lot of people and I know a lot of people are doing it but still like it's not that people understand that you can work online from anywhere in the world and you can actually travel and live in one place and then live in another place because they feel that they should have the 
like the anchor, you know, you have your house and you have your family and you have your job and your car and once or twice a year you go on a vacation. This is was like the, the normal normal life that people are used to. So for even like my my mom was like, so you left Sydney and you were traveling and from and she, she just can't comprehend that you can actually live like this and you can earn on your way because you work from your laptop so yeah it's I mean, it's it, a, it's quite different for them to understand and also when uh, you were thought that you should you know have some kind of house in a certain age in a car and maybe you know settle down and start a family so it's hard for them to understand it. Like, like now it's better. Like, I don't want to say that people there are not traveling at all. They are, and a lo lot of people are traveling. But like, um, it's I guess it's the majority of people are having these kind of thoughts that you should be settled down and have some uh, job and security. And it's different when you say like. Okay, so we live in a car and we travel around Australia and maybe after that we, we will go and go to Bali or Sri Lanka, you know, so they are like, what, how, why, when you settle, when you buy house, what you're going to do with your life and you're like, I'm living my life, like, to have the, the, the you know, like house and everything. that you have the option to live as you actually like and do ex activities that you actually want to do now is for me the living. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that. And like, when we really think about it, this is the first time in the history of the world that people are able to work like this because of the internet, because of being able to connect to literally like, as you know, with an internet connection, you can connect to people from all over the world. So this is the first time in the history of the world that that's a thing. So it absolutely, I couldn't agree more with you that it's, you know, there, it's such a different idea. And so people, particularly the older generation who, you know, are used to, you know, it went in order. They went to school, they graduated, they got married. They usually met their love in school. They got married, they bought the house and then they had the kids and they did it in that order. And if you didn't do things in that order, it was like, what are you, you're doing what? And I think <laughs> that brings up another issue, particularly with women. I know I've had this issue before is like a lot of times we don't even know, or we don't realize that things can be different you know, we get stuck in this cycle because we see everyone in our circle, all of our family members living this exact same way. So we just grow up thinking, okay, this is how you live until we start seeing other women doing things differently and paving that way. And so that's why I think like, I love this podcast so much because I, the more we share these stories, the more we're going to inspire other women to go after yeah. whatever it is that they want to go after. And that just lights me up like so much. So I want to ask you, um, 
So you're obviously traveling around. So what is your digital nomad situation life? So I've, I've been staying in Airbnbs for a month at a time to get the discount. Um, so are you staying in places? Or are you living out of your vehicle? Do you have a van? Yeah, so we have a camper van. Uh, it's not, it's one of the like smaller ones, not a big, bigger one, because it's like our first time of <laughs> this nomad thing. So we didn't want it a really big car. So we live in a car, which is actually built that you can, you know, cook, you have your bed, you have your things inside, you, you have a shower. You have, uh, like, we created the, the place that I could actually work from. Or, like, I don't need to be in car. I can be outside. But I have, like, a Wi-Fi inside. And uh, we, we work on the electricity. So, uh, for me, it's, like, we stay in some place. And when I need to work, like, we, we find some place where it's, like, a good internet connection because, or, like, a signal, I would say, because some some places in Australia are not very well equipped with a signal. So, so I try always to find place where I can have a fully Wi-Fi and that I can work normally from inside of the car or when it's too hot outside. But it's good about Australia that you have a lot of parks in here and a lot of seating so you can actually work from, from there. So you just sit and it's all, you know, covered and you can be there and I'm near my car. So I have the Wi-Fi connection pretty good. So... That's how we work. Like if there are days that I am working, I am working and then we. Oh, I think I lost you there for a second. Are you there? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was just like <laughs> waiting because I was like, are you frozen or? Speaking of Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because like, obviously with both of what we do, I don't know how much um, client work that you have. I have a, a very full client roster. And so Wi-Fi was like my biggest concern and I manage a lot of websites for clients. So not even just like any Wi-Fi, but like secure Wi-Fi. So I have to have like my VPN and all of that, which can sometimes make Wi-Fi a little bit slower, which as I'm sure you've experienced, not all Wi-Fi is created equal. <laughs> Yeah. So it could be problematic, but so far, I mean, this is only my second place so far that I've been, but so far the Wi-Fi has been, um, has been okay. Um, I obviously have my VPN, so everything I do is secure, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I think that's probably my biggest challenge is trying to get quality Wi-Fi because it like, just not everybody cares about it as much. You know, a lot of people go on vacation yeah. from the Wi-Fi, and it's like I I have to have it. I don't, you know, I work maybe 25 hours a week max, but still when I like need the Wi-Fi, like particularly if I have a client's website goes down, like I have like part of my contract with them is that I will make myself available, you know, within a certain amount of time frame to to fix it. So it's scary if I don't have <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Um, for me, it's like um, I have a Wi-Fi modem that goes on. Uh, it takes the like a telephone signal that you have like 4G, 5G. So I need to take care of like if there is a strong signal, so it can. I don't know how it works. I am not. Uh, I am not a tech person, but it transfers a lot of the the power for the, the Wi-Fi to work. Yeah. So each time for me, I just need to see on my phone how the the signal is strong and what kind of uh, power I can generate. Like if it's four G, five G, and based on that, I know that if I turn off the the modem, the Wi-Fi will be okay. But yeah, it's like I need to replan it like, let's say three days, three days fully. So we are staying where the signal is, you know, like charge our phones where, and we have a solar panel that you can put on a car, on a car and it's like a foldable and it's good that it's sunny uh, in Australia most of the year. So you just put it in and it, it will charge your battery that is charging the electricity. So we can be like all day and working and do our stuff on laptops. And then we will go and move to some other place. But what is quite challenging is when you're driving on some highways, you lose signals sometimes. So it was hard like, um, I'm doing one program and I wanted to be on a live call and actually listen, but it was always like going down. It's like no, no signal and like just the the SOS. Why I was like, oh shit! Like yeah. this is what I don't like when you move yeah. and there is not a lot of of signal on yeah. the way. But yeah, it's <laughs> you. We have to you know accommodate in the situation because you can't do anything with it. So. I know I keep telling myself whenever something like that comes up, I'm like, it's all part of the experience. It's all part of yeah. the experience. It is all part of the experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it can be a little frustrating. So I've, I've had to get really um, structured with my days and the days that I work. I don't know about you. So as long as I, cause I'm, I'm, I mean, I still travel around. So I'll have like my month long base but then while like I'm in Pensacola, Florida. And so like, while I'm in Pensacola, I'm like traveling around to see different things. So like, I, I save a lot of that for the weekend. So I, cause I do tend to have a Monday through Friday schedule with my clients. Um, but I, I don't work more than four hours a day, like max. Um, typically like if I'm spreading out Monday through Friday now, if I know, like, for instance, I, my next month begins on like a Tuesday. So I'm going to be driving during the week. So I know like the rest of the week, I'm going to have to like jam pack my days a little more um, because I'll be driving 11 hours to get to my next destination, which yeah. is crazy. Um, but it's, I don't know. I'm, I am just, I am loving it. I am loving meeting new people. I'm kind of sad that I'm just in the U.S. because I'm from the U.S. I really want to be doing this in other parts of the world, uh, which I know I will, but um, just the pandemic and everything. And I have my dog. So it's like, it's really hard. You know, he's yeah, it's harder to take on a plane and he'd have to ride in the undercarriage by himself. And I'm like, I can't do that to him. Plus he's going to be eight this year. So he's getting a little old. So, um, but I like, I'm so thankful to have this massive country that I live in, which I'm sure like Australia is huge as well. Oh yeah. 
Um, so it's like, I have this massive country. Like I could literally travel this entire country and find new things to do and see, you know? Yeah. Um, like US is so huge and so diverse. So you have actually advantage of seeing everything to be honest, like from Alaska and really like, uh, this kind of polar cold thing to Arizona where you have like a desert and then you can go, you know, like to Caribbean and Jamaica and Bahamas. So it, it's yeah. like the tropical. So it's like, wow, it's so amazing. Like yeah. Australia is also like diverse. So you have all the, the seasons and you have mountains where it's like snowing and you have the desert and you have everything but it's like uh, it's really huge so vast and it's not that populated as the country so big so it's like you see a lot of like vast just wild not like a wildlife like by the nature and the trees or maybe the desert so it's totally different than we are used to in europe so and also like you need to be careful because uh, we are now in queensland and we are heading to the north territory and it's something that uh, we lived in Sydney, so it's like, you know, like a big city where it's a lot of like multiculture, so there isn't that much of a wildlife and things that you should be careful because it could actually, you, you can get eaten for anything. So here in the Queensland, it's like a, you have a lot of crocodiles, so you need to be careful and you you can't swim like you see beach and you say ah oh, hi beach let's go to the beach and jump in the water because it's super hot no you you can't do that because there could be a crocodile and it would be a last thing you do so oh my yeah. god there are alligators where i'm at right now and i am like terrified so i'm right off of a bayou that's like off of the ocean or whatever. And I like, every time I walk over there, cause I have my dog with me. So I'm walking my dog all the time. I'm like terrified of running in to an alligator. Cause it's, if it's not, you know, I'm sure there were no crocodiles in Slovakia where you were. So you're not used to them. When you're not used to something, you don't think of it as being a potential threat. It's so it's, it's like, it really pushes you outside of your comfort zone a little bit. You know, and I, I don't know if people in Australia know this, I'm sure they do, but people talk about Australia's like literally everything there wants to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was a uh, it was really funny because we met uh, one uh, one guy and we were talking with him and yeah he was laughing because like he's a fisherman and so he's near the sea so he could see even like a, he saw a crocodile near the the beach so he went to tell the, the family that they want to go to the water like just be careful I saw it there so just be careful it you know could swim there <laughs> just running away yeah I think because it's like yeah in Australia so and in the now it's like a some uh, summer time so you have in the water you have like a stingers which are really bad and it could actually kill you if you have some medical issues so you can't even see them so if you're going to the water you need to have like a full stinger suit so you're protected and then you have crocodiles so you need to be careful where you're going to water because the crocodile are amazing with the masking so you you couldn't see four meter crocodile in a you know half meter of water and it's there we went to 
a few like not the show but it's like a crocodile farm when they are like showing you how the crocodiles are in the in their natural habitat and they just like gave them like the chicken wing and it was just like bam and that's it and you couldn't see the crocodile in the water and you were looking directly at them but you couldn't see so yeah you have here a saltwater crocodile which could be also in a salt water and in the creeks and then you have sharks but yeah i think sharks now are not even the threats because of the crocodiles and stingers and then inland you have to be careful because in australia you have 25 or 21 of 25 venomous snakes are living in Australia. So, and so it's really crazy and also spiders, but I guess like spiders are the least thing to be worried about actually. So yeah, it's, it is a right to be really careful. And as we are heading also to the North, it's even more not dangerous, but you should be cautious when you're you know, going to places where the wildlife is really yeah. abundant. Yeah, no, so, and I think you and I are on the same page. Like we both like to do adventurous type of things. Like hiking is such a passion for me. I, I too went to, well, I went to a state park and it wasn't like there were just alligators there in the wild. And I went, the guy told me, he's like, if you go out on this lookout deck and you were safe, you're up on like this deck, like 20 feet above the water. So like they couldn't get to you, but he's like, if you go out there, you might be able to see a gator because they call them gators here because it's the Southern accent thing. And I walked out there and I kid you not within five minutes and I was with my dog within five minutes, there was a gator popping his head up out of the water. And I was like, oh my God, there he is. He's looking at me. Maybe, maybe he's looking at red. I don't know, but he's hungry. He's thinking that he's going to get a snack, but they don't go in the salt water here. So that is different. They only go into like the, well, I guess I shouldn't say the salt water. I don't know how much salt water is in like the bayous and the riverways that dump into the oceans. I don't, I think it's more fresh water, but they're not really in the salt water here. Um, so it's, it's relatively safe here, I think. Yeah. Um, so um, that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, because here you have also like a freshwater crocodile and saltwater crocodile that they can actually swim. And we saw it was in like a Western Australia. We saw like a one drone footage where it was like two sharks swimming in the crocodile near them. And we were like, oh my God, like this is, this is crazy stuff. Like it's amazing that you can see the wildlife it's so abundant and I really love that here it's so much that you can see so many animals even from you know bugs birds anything that it's living here in in this like vast wildlife that they have but it's like you should be really careful where you want to step because it's like their natural habitat so you don't want to disturb them but you still want to be alive so <laughs> yeah it's, no, it's crazy like i would love to see like the crocodile in the natural habitat not just in some kind of like a conservation or zoo but then like to be a bath so he couldn't couldn't get me because the how the crocodile is such an amazing animal for me and is like so intelligent and really like sneaky I would say because they they know how to get into your mind 
and they just like one once we were in the the croc farm where they also have like the the crocodiles that they are taking care of and they 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 are showing how the crocodiles live and why you should be careful and he was saying like you shouldn't climb a tree when you see a crocodile you you don't run zigzag because crocodile could be quite fast so you just run just straight and as as fast as you can but don't climb a tree because if you climb a tree and crocodiles get under the tree he can stay there and he could be like two weeks without a food because they don't eat that much but if you're there he knows that you need to eat and drink way earlier than he does so he just could stay there and just wait for you as the prey so <laughs> it was crazy to learn about the crocodiles like how amazing they are and strong and how they even on the on the tail they could you know jump out of the water like with the, with the tail so and they are huge <laughs> so wow predators in Europe so yeah it's it's cool wow so how um how long are you doing this for do you have a time frame in mind I know you said you liked kind of the spontaneousness of it all and I'm kind of doing the same thing so I have kind of an idea of where I'm going through October but I don't have a plan for after that um, so I'm kind of um, yeah, so our plan is to go like all around the, the Australia and we have like some few like uh, main points that we want to see, but uh, then we're like planning to like more and more because as Australia is really, really big, it's like from, we were like, okay, so from this, we will go to that city and then we realized like it's like a more than one day drive. So it's like, you should plan it like, see what is in the the area that you can you can see and if is there something if you want to see it so we are planning it like have some uh, smaller stops that we want to to go and it's like maybe like three hours drive and we we stay there and we see if we like it so we don't have like a time frame like set so if we like one town we will stay there as much as we want because we enjoy it. So you just oh, be there that. and just, yeah, have a, we, we really enjoy Gold Coast. So we stayed in Gold Coast maybe for a week and it was like, it's good to, you know, like a bit settle and, you know, so suddenly you start to know, you know, like, okay, so if you, if you turn right, there is this. And if you turn left, it's there. So you start yeah. to know where the things are. Yeah. But then we were like, okay, let's move to another part. So this for us, it's like if we like some place, we stay there as long as we enjoy it. And if not, we just move to another another place. So oh, that's, yeah. so cool. that's so cool. I'm I'm kind of, so I didn't have a vehicle that I could really live in or a camper or anything like that. Um, I would love that. Like, that's like a dream of mine to have like a camper because I feel like it's just cheaper all around. Um, 
than staying in Airbnbs, but I was very lucky to find Airbnbs that were all less than my expenses when I was renting. Um, yeah. So I'm like, as long as I stay like within, you know, that budget, I'm okay. But Airbnbs can get expensive. They do offer like that month long discount, which I like because it does give me, I didn't like, I want to see so many things, but I also want to experience the place a little bit. Like you said, like you finally, you start to get like, oh, you know, to go left here and you know what place is on the corner and you know, this place has really great salads or something, you know, and I like that. And so I was like, okay, one month is a nice round time. I feel like to stay in a place to kind of get a feel for the culture of it, the, the people, the food and things like that. And you know, this is only my second month. Um, I think, feel like I'm going to be extremely sad to leave Pensacola. Um, but I'm very excited for my next destination, which is always fun. Cause you're always like, it's like, you're always looking forward to the next place. Yeah. Um, so last, is there any last wisdom you would like to impart on anyone listening to this who is maybe the you like five years ago? <laughs> who is wanting to live this kind of a life and doesn't realize that, that they can? Oh, I would say to not use the phrase, when I will da da da, then I will do it and just do it now. Because if you use the when phrase, you're still, you know, like pushing in in a, in a future and it's still in the future realms and not in your presence so just take it from the future to the present and start living it because this was like what we were like yeah we will travel but still it was you know in a future uh, as i said future realms that we were like yeah it's there it's there we will we will it's there mm -hmm. but then in the present you're still doing what actually you don't want to do so then we were like, okay, like, let's take the power back to us and start doing it now. Like, it's the time right now. Like, you live in the present. So do what you want to do right now and not wait when something, because it's always something. Absolutely. And, you know, another thing I'd like to add to that is you can have any life that you want you can create any reality that you want. And if you don't believe that you can stop right there because you 100% can. And I'll be, yeah. you know, as we, as I go through this, I'll be sharing more of my journey and how I decided to kind of do what I'm doing and the preparation that it took to get there. But like, I mean, how many times you hear people say it, if I can do it, you can do it. It is so true. It is so true. There is nothing outside of the realm. Like you we are limitless beings. There's nothing we can't achieve. There's nothing we can't do, period. Like there's no question about that. So if you are excited about something and there's something that you want to do with your life or your career or anything else, there's a reason that that excites you. There's a reason. That's your passion and that's what you need to go after. And I am just, I just can't thank you enough, Emma, for being on my very first podcast episode. And I hope everyone listening enjoyed it. Um, again, thank you so very much. 
and I will put all of Emma's uh, information in this episode so you can continue following her journey all across Australia. I know I absolutely love seeing her posts and seeing where she will end up next. Um, So again, thank you, Emma. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was amazing to talk about other travelers life and to to share the experiences because it's always really great and inspirational to go for it so absolutely thank you so much thank you